having a will created and updating it periodically is one of the must-do actions of personal finance. You take the time to budget your cash, you have the right amount of insurance coverages in place, and you're saving for your future. Well, you need to put a will in place just in case the unexpected happens. And boy, haven't we been seen enough unexpected situations in the last several years. If we've learned anything, it's that the unexpected does happen in our lives. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm Harry Stout, your host. One of the most fundamental legal documents you must have in personal finance is a will. In this episode, I will highlight for you the key reasons why you need a will and provide some resources you can use to learn more about this important document. So let's begin. As a result of the pandemic, we see people awakening to the need to protect their households you know, against untimely and premature death. Now, for example, we've seen that life insurance sales have increased dramatically. Actually, they're up about 20%. At the same time, I wish I could say the same about having a will in place. And in this episode, I'll give you some background on who has a will and the major reasons why you should have one in place. So let's let's look at this in more detail. So what is a will? A last will and testament is a legal document that lets you decide what happens with your estate after you die. This includes your financial assets, as well as other key matters, such as who will raise your your kids, who will look after a dependent relative, maybe you have that responsibility, who takes care of your pets, and what happens to your personal property. If you die without a will, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later, a local court typically will decide and your state's, your state's laws will govern about what happens to your estate. And in reality, you don't want that to happen. You want to be in charge of your situation, your assets, your responsibilities. So one of the things I tried to do in, in researching for today's episode was look, look back and see who has a will. And what I found was the Gallup organization did a poll in May 2021 that I believe is uh, shed some real light on this overall situation of who has a will and who doesn't. And they asked a selected sample of people the following survey question. Do you have a will that describes how you would like your money and estate to be handled after your death? Very straightforward, very simple question. And what they learned was a couple of key trends. And by the way, there'll be uh, a post a blog post referenced in today's show notes that you can go back and look at the details of this poll, which is included in that blog post. But overall, about 46% of Americans have a will, 46%. But the percentage who have a will changes dramatically based on age. For instance, people 65 and older, about 76% have a will. People between 18 and 29 years old, only about 20% have a will. And I think what you're going to find is more people really do need to have a will in place. It's not just older folks. And again, one of the key reasons or several of the key reasons to have a will don't relate to financial assets. They relate to your responsibilities 
And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So overall, I mentioned only 46% of Americans have a will. And uh, again, the older people get, the more likely they are to have one. And I think what this survey says in a major way for all of you listening is there's an exposure for most households. Without a will, the key aspects of your finances, care for your dependents and other matters, they're left unaddressed. And I've seen this, by the way, and it's not good. These loose ends can cause significant stress and anxiety for your loved ones at a time when they will likely have difficulty dealing with a family loss. Now, so if you look at it, that is a will. I'm trying to highlight some of the reasons you should look at one, but let's, let's drill down on that a little bit more. And there are a number of reasons to have a will, but I went to the website freewill.com. And again, that's mentioned in the blog post, freewill.com. And basically what the website, that website does, it offers simple online self-help tools to help you create a will. But one of the things that I think it does a great job doing is it highlights 10 important reasons to have a will. So I figured I'd go through those with you today. Maybe it'll some, one of these will trigger something, trigger action on your behalf to put a will in place, but uh, uh, we'll go through them. So reason number one is it saves time, money, and stress for your loved ones. All estates that are out there have to go to a probate court to start the legal process overseeing the distribution of the assets of that estate and taking care of the liabilities. When you don't have a will, that court process, that court process becomes something called intestate administration. And it can be especially complicated and costly. Without a will, a court has to name an administrator for your estate, someone who's going to take care of the details of getting everything done and everything, all the assets properly dispersed and all your key responsibilities looked after. And this can be time consuming, expensive, and even contentious for your loved ones. So you can save time, money, and stress by having a document. You thought about it ahead of time, you've planned it out, you're directing people to, to take certain actions. Again, one of the key reasons to have a will is to streamline this court process. When you have a will, you can choose the person you want to handle your estate, making it easier for your loved ones. Okay, number two, reason number two is determine who, who's going to manage your estate. As I mentioned above, deciding who will handle your estate is a great reason to have a will. When you write a will, you become something called a testator or testator and have the opportunity to nominate someone to be what is called the executor of your will. This is the person who will be in charge of wrapping up all of your affairs. If uh, someone who you're going to name to this role or if you've ever been an executor, I have in my life, it's a very important job. And the responsibilities of the executor include everything from closing bank accounts to liquidating assets. So if you're, as you do this, you need to choose someone who's capable and who you trust to carry out these activities. And if you don't choose an executor in your will, guess what? The court will pick one for you, and it may not be the person that you want. So number two, it, it basically the will helps you determine and will determine who will manage your estate. Number three, what the will does is decide who gets your assets and property and who does not. So specifically, when you go through your assets, you, certain assets, maybe you want to go to children, a relative, a friend. It, it allows you to direct who's going to get your assets and property. And 
you know, you may not be aware that you can also use a will to help ensure that some people don't receive anything. For example, you might want to prevent an ex-spouse from receiving an inheritance. Or if one child received your support through school, you might want to make sure a second child gets their fair share too, so that they're taken care of post with their education. So, you know, you really need to make sure, again, a will determines who gets assets and property. You determine, if you have one, the, how equitable that is and who gets what. So that's a key, key reason for you to have a will in place. Number four, the will will allow you to choose who will take care of your minor children. Now, if you are a parent and you've got young kids, you're going to need to nominate a guardian. And the key issue that happens here is not so much when one parent dies versus the other, but if both parents die together, having a mutually agreed upon guardian is so important because remember that guardian is going to look after the food, housing, healthcare, education, all the needs of that child or your children. And if you don't nominate a guardian in your will, again, the court will decide for you. And this could mean that someone you would not have chosen will be raising your kids. Now, I know a lot of my listeners are younger and you might not think that you know this is important. I will tell you it is important. What I've learned in life is things happen and you wanna provide and make sure your children are going to be looked after by people who have your values and help raise them consistent with those values. So that's really important. Number five, in addition to children, what a will can do, what you can also designate how your pets are to be taken care of and what home they're going to have and who's going to take care of them. With so many people today really having such an emotional reaction or excuse me, emotional attachment to their pets, it's so important to designate who's going to look after your, your animal, if you will, who's going to look after your pet and take care of them consistent with how you want them to be taken care of, just like your children. So again, uh, naming a beneficiary for your pet making sure you leave that pet to a trusted friend or a family member who's going to be uh, that guardian for that, for that particular animal is so important. So it'll provide a home for your pets. Now, number six is uh, another reason, but it's really important today. And that is your will should leave instructions for your digital assets. I know many of you, again, in the audience are younger. I have friends who are a little bit older who have passed away and their digital assets have not been looked after. They're still showing active profiles on LinkedIn, on various social media sites, and I know they've passed away for several years. No one has the passwords. No one knows what to do, and uh, they just float. And as a result, you know, you really need to think about this. Digital assets are so important. And remember, your digital assets may include online accounts such as Facebook, email, digital files. You may have photos. You know, you may have thousands and thousands of family photos, a family history, all sorts of different things. You may have domain names that you own. So in your will, you can name a digital executor to manage these assets after you pass, and you can leave them to specific people and also include information on how you want them handled, like you'd want the account closed. Again, number six, leave instructions for your digital assets. Number seven reasons to have a will is it lowers the potential for family disputes. If you have complicated family dynamics, there's a good reason to have a will. When you die without a will, your family will have to guess at what your final wishes were. And chances are they won't always agree. 
that ambiguity can cause friction and even fights, which sometimes lasts a lifetime. So creating a will solves the problem by eliminating the guesswork. So number seven, it lowers the potential for family disputes because again, you're making the direction and the decisions. Number eight, reason to have a will is you can support your favorite causes and leave a legacy. Many people wanna leave a positive impact on the world after they pass. And a great way to do this is to support the charities or causes you love most. When you write a will, you can preserve your legacy by leaving part of your estate to a charitable organization. More and more folks are doing this. They're leaving money to religious organizations. They're potentially to their college, their university, local nonprofits that they're a part of, other charitable causes that they strongly believe in. Number nine, what the will can do is provide funeral instructions. You may not want to think about your own funeral, but if you do think about it now and leave instructions for your, in your will, you can lessen the burden on your loved ones after you pass. While these instructions weren't, aren't legally binding, they can give your executors and loved ones some guidance on your wishes. When you include instructions, you can name a funeral executor to manage the process, give instructions for the service and location, make requests for your final resting place, and more. So again, provide funeral instructions. Again, so important, something we don't want to think about, but that's what we have to do. Now, the 10th reason to put a will in place, one of the great benefits, it's easy to make a will and gain peace of mind. Some folks put off creating or updating their will because they assume their loved ones will automatically get an inheritance. But what I'm here to tell you today is this isn't always true. Probate can be long and expensive process for your heirs. Plus a will only addresses your current circumstances. You should update it over time as your needs and the people in your life change. When you create or update your will, you can look after your loved ones and give them an easy map to follow after you pass. This gives many people peace of mind, making it one of the most important reasons to have a will. So let me summarize today's session. I know it's a little bit longer than normal. Having a will created and updating it periodically is one of the must-do actions of personal finance. You take the time to budget your cash, you have the right amount of insurance coverages in place, and you're saving for your future. Well, you need to put a will in place just in case the unexpected happens. And boy, haven't we been seen enough unexpected situations in the last several years. If we've learned anything, it's that the unexpected does happen in our lives. So that's it for today's session. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.